And I remember, I'll never forget, the very first play on defense, we ran stab, storm, blitz. That's where both outside backers, the strong side corner, and the strong side safety go and blitz. And hey, sure hold enough. On, hold on, hold on, though. Yes. <laughs> How do you remember play calls from like over I, 10 I just years do, ago? man. I just, <laughs> I, 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 I literally do not remember plays. Like, I can review. But, man, the fact that you remember that, that's impressive. <laughs> that's because you got CT. Uh, I'll never forget, man. <laughs> What is up, y'all? Welcome to Bullcorn Sports, where if it's happening, we talk about it. And man, do we have a great episode for you guys here today. We're going to talk about some Permian Basin commits. We've got two stars here with us today. We've got Permian's quarterback, Rodney Hall, and the four-star best offensive lineman in Texas, Harris Sewell, is here with us today, guys. It's going to be a great episode we're going to talk about some softball. We're just going to talk about sports all over the Permian Basin as well as the major headlines. But before we get started, let me introduce y'all to the crew, the guys, the boys. To my right, as always, Mr. Odessa himself, former NFL wide receiver, Texas Tech Red Raider. Oh, yeah. Drafted to the MLB at a high school. Oh, yeah. The one, the only, Bradley yeah. Marquez. All right, Wiggle. 34 switchblade first state championship. I love all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Name that movie, baby. I don't know. I'm having a hard time thinking about that one. <laughs> and to my left, in Chris's corner, Mr. West Odessa himself, sports enthusiast, Chris Lazoya. ¿Qué pasa con Julios? And as always, in front of me, allegedly the best linebacker in OHS history, Sammy Gardea. Let's do this. Last week, we had some red and white. We got some mojo in the house today. Mojo. Guys, don't forget, you can find us on Twitter at BullcornSports1 and also on all streaming platforms, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, coming soon. Search Bullcorn Sports. Follow us, guys. Let's talk about it. Guys, we've got some commits to New Mexico State University. Yes. Kylan Young and Cooper Sorry. Sheehan are both committed to New Mexico State. And, guys, something's going on in the recruiting over there. Chris, I mean, what are your takes on these two guys committing together? Man, so so Cooper, I watched him grow on the recruiting scene last spring ball into the summer. He was a very good offensive lineman. And I think New Mexico State got a very aggressive downhill run blocker and can get in the open field and just maul defenders. MK... Excuse me if I pronounce the name wrong. McKaylin Young. That's it. MK. MK. Yeah, <laughs> this dude was explosive. Man, he was just, he was a Waterburger Super Team, uh, Texas player. I watched him play for the past three years. He, I was very impressed with this young man. He's explosive, very powerful runner. He was just electric to watch. Dude was a workhorse. Thirty-six touchdowns on the ground. That's yeah. He's a beast. He's a beast. I, I got to see it firsthand. Um, got to see practice, work ethic, um, help coach the seven-on-seven team of Legacy last year, and uh, he was the captain of that team, and rightfully so. I mean, he's really? everything he makes it out to be, and uh, great teammate. I think he grew into a leader um, over the course of that time, and I'm sure throughout the football season as well. Um, so it's great to see him uh, going to continue um, at the next level. 
Yeah, I'm definitely going to be keeping up with the with him at New Mexico State. I think his work ethic and grind will definitely elevate him to the next level. And, and you know, it's crazy you say that, Chris. These two guys are from West Texas. They're both going together to New Mexico State University. I, I just it makes me curious what was the game plan. Of course, you got a big blocker and you have a, a, a running back. You know, so it's it's impressive. I don't know what they're doing to um, to get these guys over there. I mean, it's it, it's there's something going on there. They're able to recruit these guys. So they actually have a recruiter now named, I believe his name is Tyler Wright. He used to be a wide receivers coach at Odessa Permian. Interesting. And he was the offensive, I believe, a student a, a GA at TCU, and he just got hired on as the receivers tight end coach at New Mexico State. So he knows the area. Wow. He knows there's some dudes out here. So kudos to him to come out here and get these players. I'm sure there'll be many and, more to come. Oh, for oh sure. yeah. And just for clarification on these two, they both – one goes to Midland Legacy, the yes. other one goes to Odessa Permian. Correct? Odessa correct. Permian. Cooper goes to Odessa Permian. He was ranked three-star by ESPN yeah. last season. Of course, he finished his season his senior year – he will be in college next year, representing New Mexico State. So a little, little, little rivalry about to team up oh, there, yeah. New Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, guys. And, and check this out. We've mentioned them before on this show, but Monahan's. You know, they they have they had a big win this past week, and one of their players, Natalie Hernandez, had herself oh, a man. three home run game against Fabens, and also eight RBIs. And I'm going to butcher this, but there's a crazy stat about She can play the ukulele? Yeah. Say like, what? The, the yeah, no, no. <laughs> I looked that up. I looked, did, y- did y'all know it's what like that was? It's like a little guitar. Yeah, it's a little right? guitar. <laughs> <laughs> little guitar? <laughs> Hell she, yeah. And I think it com- it's a Hawaiian origin type Oh, guitar. it is? Yeah, okay. I think so, I, from what I saw. But it's just like a little... Marish <laughs> Okay, so so I haven't been able to make it out to, to uh, uh, Lady Lobo's uh, softball game this year. But I, I went to a couple of playoff ones last year. Uh, oh. my, my cousin Cheyenne Marquez was a uh, shortstop for them. And so... Fun fact. She's Fun now fact. playing at UTPB. Um, shout out to her. But so <laughs> I've been introduced. I've been introduced to the Lobos, uh, the Lady Lobo, and my cousin last year, if I'm not mistaken, when you know in the dugout, you know, the, a lot of chatter going on. You know, uh-huh. the ladies like to talk and keep the energy up at their sure. games. She would come in and she'd be playing the drums on oh, like, buckets oh, and stuff. My cousin was, and I'm like, what? Even while she's like got her helmet on, yeah. so like I'm, I'm curious. Here, if, if, if uh, they had a whole bomb that going on, yeah. in the dugout, I'm curious if Natalie's playing the ukulele yeah. in the dugout hey. uh, at these games because it wouldn't surprise me coming from the Lady Lobos. Uh, but shout out to her, that, that's a, a awesome. great, great game for her. They have a send off Friday for their playoff game, I believe it's quarterfinals. I believe, oh no, it would be is an area, area, there you go, area, Lady Lobos, go do y'all's thing for sure. It, Go Just ahead. going back, talking about these eight home runs or three home runs and eight RBIs. That's crazy. This isn't a playoff game. You know they say big time players make big time plays in big time games. That there you go right there. I mean, imagine her parents got to be proud of her oh, and, and her and coaches. I, I think they won that game like twenty to three. They oh, did. Wow. It, it was a routing. I mean, wow. it, it was crazy. But I, I do practice. believe they have a not for sure. <laughs> 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 I think they do have a send off on Friday. We'll, we'll, yeah, Friday. we'll keep y'all posted on social media. And, you know, you know, thinking of send-offs, state track is upcoming, guys. Oh, and man. There, there is yeah, a lot of, of hopefuls uh, in the West Texas area, the Permian Basin specifically. Um, we were trying to sh- figure out a list to give some stats and some shout-outs, but there's just so many there are, kids there are from a lot the of Permian kids. Basin going to state, which, you know, that's a great problem to have for yes. the Permian Basin. You got Big Spring, you have Greenwood, you have Andrews, you have Pecos. Oh, yeah. 
A lot of athletes in the area about to go compete on the big stage. Middle um, legacy. I, that state uh, track tournament is, is special. I, that was one of the last things I ever did in my, my high school career. That's where I ended it. Um, you know, going doing long jump there. But that event, that track meet is it's just you got to be there you got to go experience it one time the kid like it's it's an awesome meet and a lot of great athletes so glad that the Permian Basin is going to be well represented out there Brad how does it how is it like when you're a 6A track athlete and you're one of the few competing in that in that meet I mean it's 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 unlike anything, man. I mean, you, you got to think, you know, especially these, these sprint relays and all that stuff. And if you get to go with a team or you yeah. go individually, um, at the time that I went, we only had two. It was me doing a long jump. And, and then Deja McKnight, she was doing, I think, shot put and discus, I believe. And she was able, actually, to podium down there. Um, but it's just you're there. And it's, you know, a lot of seniors, a lot of younger as well. Um, underclassmen, but just the amount of people, and you all know this is the end of the athletic, uh, you know, the athletic season, um, you know, going into the next school year, so you want to go out on a high note, um, and the meet's just awesome. It's it's awesome. I, I competed, and then I I stayed and watched the rest of it, and it was awesome, awesome. to watch. Oh, you stayed and watched? That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, I want to shout out Leah Costa from Midland Legacy, shot put and discus thrower. She's headed back to state this time at, for shot put. She finished sixth in discus last year at the state meet. Leah is the first girls athlete at Midland Legacy to make it two straight years since Tanisha Mills back in 92. 92? 92. That's when I was born. That's what I was going to say, Brad. You were in there, too. (laughs) Too. (laughs) Good luck, Leah. Guys, let's jump right into this. This is is crazy, and we've seen some of these matchups. I know we talked about it a little bit in our group chat, but playoff baseball is upon us. Oh, yeah. And it, it's it's getting crazy. It's showtime, uh, baby. Uh, Midland Legacy is going to take on El Paso Eastwood uh, this weekend. All games will be played at Ernie Johnson there in Midland. And then uh, Permian, I believe, is playing Pebble Hills. Um, and then I want to say, uh, who, who was the other one? Is it Central? Central's playing uh, El Paso Americas. Americas. That's going to be a tough one. In Andrews. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. going to be a tough one. America. playing in Andrews? Yeah, they're oh, playing that oh, game wow. in Andrews. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, it, I was – Texting with the America's coach, and he was telling. Were me, you? Yeah, it was. Uh, Fun fact. How do you know him? <laughs> How do you know? Him? I met him at a uh, uh, fair to Midland. In the way. It was. Uh, it was an experience. But guys, I mean, this is gonna be. These are some great series coming is, up. Yeah. Um, specifically for me, at least, just me personally, I, I'm excited to see uh, the Eastwood Legacy series, just because. You know, when you got a guy like Chase Shores yeah. in a three games now. in a three game series, is it the right move? Do you, do you, do you go game one immediately? So I'm not sure. I don't. I really don't know this fact. But so does does the coach of the winning record, or is it a coin flip to who decides if it's a one game or three game series? That's a great. I don't know. You know, I, I do know that they have to agree. Okay. Um, and if they don't agree, I believe it goes to a, a three game series um, automatically. But I don't know who gets the, the say or how they do that. Brad, question for you. Yes. If you're middle legacy, do you pick a one-game or three-game series with Shores on the mound? A one-game. Of course. I'm going one-game. That's, one game. I was that's, what, that's what I was thinking, too. But, at the, but it, it also does vary on who you're playing as well. Um, because if you still think you have a better three-man rotation than the other team, then you give yourself a little more room um, to, you know, have a bad day, so to speak. Like, you obviously don't go into playoffs thinking you're going to have a bad day, but um, – yeah, if you run into, you know, a team where you're like, man, it, it might be tough to, uh, you know, beat them three times or beat them two out of three times, um, 
then you got to take your chances and try to do the one game and put your best man on the mound and go from there. But at the end of the day, we all know it's a team effort, full team effort. Team effort. So, um, you know, may the best team win. But uh, these are some exciting series for sure. Man, as far as Permian, man, I'm excited for Xavier and Payton and the rest oh, of the series. Oh, out Bull there. Out game series. Shout, out, shout out Xavier, Payton. Uh, Bull that's a great series. Yep. And, you know, speaking of that, you know, they are bullcorn athletes, our yes. first bullcorn athletes. Yes. And, you know, they're just great kids. And I wish them the best in their series against Pebble Hills. And I, I me personally, I do think that they're going to come out on top. Yeah. The thing that I'm actually looking forward to just based on the UIL bracket is if all stars align and we we have the, the results that we see, Midland Legacy could potentially meet Permian in the third round. That's, the playoffs. That's, That's right. That'd be electric. Epic. That'd be electric. That's got to be at Rockham we Stadium. Will be there. Oh, oh, that would be awesome. And, and, you know, and to see the big man against Peyton and Xavier and all these guys, it, we've seen it before, right? We've but seen it already, it's, but it's so awesome to this see. This is a whole yeah. other stage. stage. Yeah. yeah, and now that's, that's, that's going to be awesome if that, that can turn out to be that way for sure. Speaking of Permian, Mojo. Mojo's in We've got the guys here live with us today. Harris Sewell and Rodney Hall are in the building right now. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, the guys are here. Some football players making a lot of noise in the Permian Basin. Some stars, guys. We've got upcoming senior quarterback Rodney Hall and upcoming senior offensive lineman Harris Sewell with us right now. How's it going, guys? It's good. Good to be here. Yes, sir. Hey, we're glad to have y'all, guys. Thank you. Ronnie, going to you first, I'm looking at this stat line for your junior year, and holy cow, you've got some numbers, bud. And I've also seen that you've got some some offers coming in, and I just wanted to get your take. What's it like playing quarterback for Permian, bud? What does it mean to you? Um, You know, there's definitely a lot of weight on my shoulders. Um... But as you go through it, the season, um, it's, it, it just becomes natural. Um, coming into this season, I feel confident in my team and leading them. So it feels real good. And by the way, I love that photo of him that we posted oh, on yeah. Twitter. Yeah, I love that <laughs> photo. That's yeah. an awesome photo. That was lit. I, I didn't even notice someone was taking the camera. I just, you know. That's I was, just the way you in, are? In the moment. In the, the moment. moment. Yeah. For sure. For sure. That's, that's cool, dude. And, and Harris – Everybody's heard of you, man. <laughs> you're, you're heavily recruited out of West Texas. It's uh, it's something that West Texas is proud of, man. What what's that like for you? I mean, how do, how do you feel with all that? I'm just very grateful that God has done this for me, and I'm just super blessed to be in this position. I'm just ready for next year. Cool deal, man. And I'm gonna go to Sammy here. Sammy had some questions for you guys as well. I, I very much appreciate you guys coming on, man. Yes, sir. Thank you, Rodney. I watched you play last season. Fun to watch. Harris, you're, you're a machine out there too, man. Thank you. Rodney, question for you, uh, kind of going back to what Dom got with you on, on playing quarterback at Permian. I want to ask you, the first time you, you, you were named the starter and you got that 25 jersey, what was that for you? Was that something that uh, really hit for you? Did you have a moment to think about that or, or did you just say, I'm ready to do this? Definitely. Um, you know, it was media day. So we're at practice. Um, after practice, we usually like know who the captains are, who's what, uh-huh. whose number, whose position, who. Um, and I got that 25. And first thing I did was call my dad. I said, Dad, oh. I did it. I did it. Because um, I was in a I was wow. in a tough fight with um, another quarterback, and I got it. I just called my dad and I said, I did it. 
So man, that is awesome. That's, I bet that was an awesome feeling. I'm just gonna piggyback off that yeah, one because it, it fits into this. So enlighten some of our listeners who may not be aware of the tradition of you know the 20 numbers. Um, mm-hmm. That being a quarterback there at Permian, um, even myself, I still don't maybe know um, fully the history <laughs> of it all, but I do know. If I see a permanent quarterback, he's rocking a 20 mm-hmm. number. Um, what's the thought behind that? What's the tradition behind that? And, like, you know, enlighten us on that and how you came about 25 as well. Um, I would definitely just say, you know, the tradition in the movie. Um, okay. You know, he was wearing number 20, and it just became, I guess, 25 since probably about 10 years ago. It became 25, and it's just every, been the tradition ever since. So, so now 25 is the number of yes, the quarter, of so tournaments, quarterbacks. Yes, I'm pretty sure it's 25. 25 or 20. 20, okay. 20 25. Yeah. That's, that's Man, awesome. it's a special number, you know, when you wear that, when you wear in Permian and you're wearing that number, you know, everybody knows what position you play. You know, usually you're the leader of the team. So great answer, man. And yes, sir. Harris, uh, I want to turn to you. I, I've been keeping a track of some of your recruitments and, and I've seen some pictures. And uh, I, I got to see a picture of you with uh, Arch Manning. Yes, sir. Uh, I guess you guys were wearing Longhorn uniforms. And I, I wanted to ask you, are you close to Arch, or do you, do you guys keep in touch usually? Are you guys um, talking to each other every once in a while? Or Yeah, so uh, last summer, it was in June, we both took a visit to Texas at the same time, and I met him there. Oh, you met him there. And we kind of stayed in touch ever since. I text him every once in a while, just keep up with him. Yes, sir. Okay. Keep up with his recruitment and everything. So, so question for both of y'all to piggyback off of that one: uh, Do y'all keep in touch with some of these guys? Through, do y'all game? Do y'all, do y'all do y'all play video games at all? And do y'all, you know, have other recruits that and guys that you've met on trips that y'all game with? Um, you know, kind of keep in touch that way as well. Not really. I mean, we've talked. I've talked about it with some recruits, but we never really got around to it. Kind of yeah. all stay busy. I would, the gaming part. Um, you know, it, it's me, Harrison, our other friend Ryan. That's that's all we do uh, at night. We play play Call of Duty a little bit, but never never really with uh, any other like recruiters or anything else like that. Yeah. So, because when I was coming up, a uh, bunch of tech guys. Once we started committing and stuff, mm-hmm. we'd play uh, video games. That's kind of where I felt like we started building that bond, which we all were planning on going to the same college. Which I know you guys um, are undecided at the moment. So. Uh, maybe that'll change when you get, you know, decide where you guys want to end up and start gaming with some of those. But yes, I think once you kind of decide where you're going to go, you kind of create that brotherhood already mm-hmm. and get right. a group chat on Snapchat or yeah. something. Yeah. You kind of start <laughs> doing sure. stuff like that together. So. For sure. Mm-hmm. So with the war zones, that that's is that the go-to game? We run a trios or definitely, trios? Definitely, definitely. Nice. Okay, yeah. Definitely. I, I play a little bit too, so we might have to see about that one. <laughs> that, that's, that's all we. That's all we ever do. War zone. War zone. I we, got, we play Search and Destroy sometimes, but probably mainly Warzone. That's the real, yeah, the real mm-hmm. gamers play that Search. That's, yeah. that's when it gets down right yeah. there for sure. So I can really, really relate to that. So mm-hmm. we playing on Xbox or PS4? Mm-hmm. Xbox. So I Xbox? play on PS4. Or, are we okay. upgrading to PCs? Oh, okay. No. No, not PCs no, yet? Not okay. that good. Not that good. Brag on it all. all three. Yeah. Hey, Ronnie, so uh, Ronnie and Harris, man, I, Ronnie, I've seen both of y'all play at Nimitz growing up, so it's been cool to watch y'all grow and develop and grow into these just fine young men and watching y'all just show out on Friday nights. Man, it's been awesome, Ronnie, just seeing you just, just grow as quarterback. Mm-hmm. And uh, Harris, I've been watching you since you were in a freshman on Friday nights. I believe you were at Tackle 
mm-hmm. right yes, your freshman year. I was year. right tackle. Freshman. And I was like, who is this freshman? Like, there's no way this <laughs> dude is a freshman. Yeah. Yes, and, man, I, it's been awesome just watching you grow and, uh, and develop, man. It's been pretty cool. Um, so, Rodney, as your recruiting process has been going on, man, um, are you doing extra training this summer? Are you, are you uh, uh, just kind of hit, hit, hit the camp circuit or are you just kind of just, just kind of work on the, on the team focus? How, what's, a, what's the plan going this summer and, and, the, and the, for the fall? I definitely got to get faster, stronger, so I can get back to where I'm supposed to be at. Um, Got to worry about that first a little bit and then start worrying about camps, you know, getting out there to colleges. So definitely got to get to work first. And uh, Harris. Yes, sir. I know you and Archer are tight, my man. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so I, so I, just, just give us like an insight. So do y'all like, do y'all talk, like, hey, I'm going to go visit here. I'm going to go visit here. Let's link up here. Let's link up there. I mean, is that kind of the process going on? Like y'all, y'all, y'all communicate that way or you're just like, hey, uh, you'll, you'll find out when you'll find out. Uh, I'd say I'm, I'm that way with some recruits, not as much him, just because yeah. he's like he goes where he wants to go when he wants to go there. Sure. But uh, with like other recruits, like Colton Thomason to A and M, we mm-hmm. go there together normally. Cool. And then me and Arch went to Clemson together actually too. Oh, I didn't know but, that. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah, sir. We went and watched the Florida State game when they played Florida State. Yeah. Okay. He was there when I was there. So. Cool, cool, man. Well, I'm, I'm excited to watch you guys this this, this fall. It's been awesome watching y'all grow these past four years. Yes, sir. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, so, so speaking on the re- recruiting process, is it everything um, – I'll go to you first, Rodney. Is it everything you expected um, a little bit more? Um, is, does it get overwhelming at times? I mean, I know back when I was playing, um, you know, Rivals was kind of just getting big in mm-hmm. social media. So I would imagine now there's probably people pulling at you guys, um, you know, a lot more so now with social media. Um, have you enjoyed it? What 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 is the recruiting process? Oh, I, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, I, didn't, I didn't think it was going to come at me like this hard, you know. Um, when I got my first offer in Navy, you know, that's, that's what did it. After that one, just – Coaches started texting me, getting other offers, um, and it's just, like my phone's blowing up every day, and it just came out of nowhere. Wasn't expecting it, and I'm just real blessed. No, that's awesome. So, so you're still enjoying it. You're still in the enjoyment process. It's not where the man. I'm just, I ain't gonna answer this. I'm gonna do nah, this. Nah, yeah, I'm enjoying, enjoying it. it. I'm, I'm gonna try to. I'm trying to text every coach I can, you know, get to. So for sure. No, that's awesome. That's great. And how about you, Harris? So how, how's the recruiting process overall been for you thus far? Um, I'd say when I first got my or when I got my first offer, it was just insane. I never would have thought it would have blown up like this, mm-hmm. but. You know, after it started going crazy and all the coaches texting me and then all the reporters texting me, it kind of gets overwhelming, I'd say, a little bit. Right. But, I mean, I just tried to stay just tried to stay calm. And once I narrowed my list down, and it kind of calmed down. Calmed down a little bit more, yeah, for sure. Um, is there anything special that you guys do when y'all get these offers? Is there nothing that you got? So I guess I'll give you an example of mine. When I, when I got my first offer, um, I, I framed it. Which I say frame, but I just bought one of those little dollar um, little picture <laughs> <laughs> frames. I put my little, little uh, and I, I just started hanging them up on my wall. Which I ended up with like nine or whatever. So not not as many, you know, as would have hoped or whatever. But still, like it was something I woke up and I looked mm-hmm. at every day, and it was like something like an accomplishment. Like you guys have said, you know, um, you're one step closer to your your ultimate dream and anything like mm-hmm. that. So I was just curious if there was anything special that you guys did with your offer. Yeah, every time I get an offer, my mom gets me a T-shirt from that school, and okay. so. Uh, she says after I go to college, she's going to cut them up and make a blanket out of it. Oh, wow. that's a cool so, idea. Wow. Yeah, that's real cool. That's a good idea for sure. You know, I haven't, I haven't really thought of anything like that. <laughs> you know, I'm just... <laughs> 
I'm just posting it and getting texts. I have, I have not, no, not, not, <laughs> not, not a blanket, not a blanket. I don't even know. Uh, that's, maybe, that's crazy. Maybe we can start, that's crazy. start something up now. Yeah. <laughs> you got some more offers. I got to start thinking now. A blanket. I see uh, people get, like, some people get some socks or something. Yeah, socks. That's I would crazy. say just, like, T-shirts, like, mm-hmm. just gear. I rocked them hoodies, too. Mm-hmm. I had a hoodie from different schools. Keep them guessing, you know. Um, and then I grew up a Texas fan, so I really wanted that Texas offer. That's the one that they would Man. offer me. I, I'm committing that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, never came, but me and my family all had Texas stuff. So when I went, decided I was going to Texas Tech, all the Longhorn stuff had to go. Yeah, <laughs> had to go. <laughs> that's how. I, that's how I am right now. I'm a big Texas fan. When they, I'm hoping. I'm hoping one day they, they come. Yeah. You know. No, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, but. With the sixty nine percent completion rate that you got there, and only going to go up this next coming season, you gonna get some offers, man. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I, I, they're coming. I know for sure, just based on your uh, your social media, you have three, which is Army, Navy, and then University of Pennsylvania, which is a D one Ivy League school. Yes, sir. And I'll, I'll tell you right now, I, I think I saw your game against Ulysses Trinity. I streamed it, mm-hmm. and that that game you showed a lot, man. A grit. You could throw, you could you could do it all, man. So there's no doubt in my mind these offers are coming for you. And Harris, you've whittled your 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 list is already you know down to Clemson, A and M, UT, OU, and Bama. So those are major schools too. So I, I'm excited for you guys. Again, I'm I'm so happy you guys came on this show, man. It, it's it's an honor to have you guys. But before y'all leave, this isn't over. <laughs> y'all have now entered Chris's corner. Yes, sir. Where he's gonna ask. A series of questions specifically designed for each one of you. We're going to start with Rodney first, and you're going to have 30 seconds to answer his five questions, and they're going to be fired off immediately. Okay, Chris, so, so it's going to be like quick, quick? Yeah, rapid right, fire. Yeah, you I, don't I, got time I, to think about just, it. Just right, the first right, thing that comes gotta, to your head, you shoot it. I, I got to lock in. Got to lock in. Yeah. All right. All right. Chris is ready. Rodney, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm are ready. you ready? <laughs> yes, I am. All right, Rodney. Tell me when to go. Let's go. start now. Best breakfast spot in Odessa? IHOP. Truck stick or break some ankles? Break some ankles. Favorite country song? Uh, ooh. Tick-tock, tick-tock, uh, tick-tock, tick-tock. Uh, I don't have one. I don't have one. Top three quarterbacks? Kyler Murray, Pat Mahomes, and Aaron Rodgers. Army or Navy? USA, USA, USA. I can't, I can't say that one. I can't say that one. I can't say that one. Okay, USA, baby. All right, Mr. Sewell, are you ready? Yes, sir. Let's go, Dom. Let's start now. Cadillac or Lincoln? Uh, Lincoln. Saltgrass or Roadhouse? Uh, Roadhouse. Better pancakes, IHOPs or Harris Sewell's Pancake House? I hops. Oh! <laughs> Favorite NFL wow. player? Uh, Quentin Nelson. Last one. Maroon or orange? Ooh. Don't answer that! <laughs> what did he say? I didn't hear what you said. What did he say? Maroon or orange? Oh, I can't say that. <laughs> Breaking news, gentlemen. That's a tough one. That'll do it, guys. Hey, I very much appreciate you guys coming on. Again, ladies and gentlemen, we've got upcoming senior quarterback Rodney Hall and upcoming senior offensive lineman, Harris Sewell, at a Permian High School mojo, baby. 
Hey, I appreciate you guys coming. Thank you. Yes, sir, thank you. Yes, Good sir, mojo. Thank you. I appreciate very much. you guys. Oh man, you gotta love those guys, man! man. Weren't yeah. they good? They were awesome. What uh, an interview! Appreciate yeah. them coming out for sure. For that was sure. a great, great, great. Time. Appreciate those guys coming, man. And both of them uncommitted. Uncommitted, That's uncommitted athletes. Man. Mm-hmm. We expect for more offers. I for thought Rodman. we were gonna get lucky and maybe man, get some was, breaking uh, news. We, on I was like, <laughs> breaking news. We tried. We tried. We tried. <laughs> Speaking of tried, guys, some NFL teams tried this past week. Oh man. And some NFL teams failed miserably, <laughs> like my Green Bay Packers <laughs> and uh, my Patriots. Yeah. You know, but let's let's talk about the draft. Uh, all, the majority of us watched it together. Me, Brad, and Chris, Samia. I don't know where you were at. Probably, probably somewhere. I don't know. Coaching, coaching the championship coaching. in the making team. <laughs> but you know, first of all, let's jump right into it. Dallas takes a tackle with their first pick. Chris, what are your thoughts on that? There will be a video posted later on <laughs> Volcom Sports. I didn't, I didn't know it was, t- it was, it was being recorded. But you will see my reaction. It was, I was very upset. I was yelling at Brad, N'Kobe Dean, N'Kobe Dean. <laughs> was it uh, Trayvon Johnson from the or the Jets picked yeah, him up? Jer- Jer- Jermaine Johnson. Jermaine Johnson. I was, I, was, yeah. I was yelling at Brad, and then the tackle gets picked. There were many options and on the table like, at that time. But Chris. But from watching this film, man, like I understand he has a whole holding penalty. He's like, hey, he, he bear hugs, right? But this dude is a mauler. Like, he he will throw you around, push you around, but the thing that just gets me is the whole holding as in, in a bear hug sort of, sort of way. And, and, you know, so at first I was like, why would they do that, right? But I, I ran across a TikTok. I believe he's a Cowboys insider. His name is RJ Ochoa. Shout out. Um, he was talking about this guy in – he kind of he kind of turned me. I was like, "Hey man, what if this guy's gonna work out for the Cowboys?" Yeah. And you know, it just when you take a lineman first round, it, it, they got to be something, right? Well, right, Brad. I mean, Dallas has Brad's over here laughing like <laughs> he was he was fucking laughing at the whole thing. No, I was like, "Dude, was. this no. must be on my fucking side." And you're over here laughing. No, I'm laughing. I'm laughing because he said he turned me. I'm like. Well, He's turning over here. <laughs> watching on TikTok videos and he turned me. A little arousement. I tried to hold it in, but y'all called me out Brad on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that took a turn. Yeah. Uh, Sammy, you got a any thoughts turn? on, no, on I, the Cowboys pick? My comment on that, Chris, is you know, the Dallas has a good history of drafting linemen. They know How do you know that? How do I know that? You know what? Everybody knows that. It's it's well documented. It has nothing to do okay, with okay, my family. Go back to your pick. Go back to your pick. Yeah, <laughs> Dallas has a history of drafting good offensive linemen. Uh, you know, Hall of Famers. Yes. So just trust the process, okay? Don't be upset. I just have these nightmares. Of, Don't have nightmares. I have these nightmares of Flozo Adams, and it just I just can't get it. Flozo out. Adams. He's yeah. been gone for a long time. <laughs> exactly. He's still there. <laughs> no, but I mean, he is going to move to guard. He's going from tackle to guard. Oh, so Flozo. I think. I think putting that in, into perspective, you can get away with some more holding there inside. Um, you know, you're in the tackle box. You're not kind of on the island, so to speak. So yeah. maybe that benefits him more um, if he's – everything they say is. I mean, you got to take a chance. I don't think there are that many prospects uh, at the O-line position, and that's something of need for the Cowboys. So as obviously it wasn't a great, sexy, slash, you know, a skilled receiver or, you know, a defensive player, I think, you know – there's obviously the At least he there. wasn't from Chattanooga or UT oh. Chattanooga or whatever. Oh, yeah. That, hey, that was tough, man. And then the, the, uh, the Rams are over there talking about it on a live stream. Well, yeah, no. And then, so he called 
Belichick and apologized. He said, "Hey, my reaction was taken out of context." Yeah. Because McVay? he had oh McVay McVay yeah, was yeah. laughing and he kind of you know the cameras caught him and they immediately got pushed out on social uh, media. I saw that. I did. And, and he said, "Hey, it was misunderstood. I didn't mean it that way. I have tremendous respect and this and that." But really, in reality, you can't draft a a offensive lineman out of UT Chattanooga. Hey, Cole in the Strange. First round. There's only one number. Cole Strange. I know, and, and that's another thing. What number is that? He's wearing 69. Atta baby! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, uh, trust, trust in Bill. That's all I got to say. I'll just roll with that. That's true. Guys, another crazy thing happened in the middle of that draft that kind of took us all by surprise was Marquise Brown is going to Arizona. Hollywood. Hollywood Brown going to Arizona. Brad, I'll go to you here first. What what are your th- what are your thoughts on that? What are you thinking of that? I thought it was a great pickup. Um, or, you know, I think it happened during the draft or, or whatever. Uh, but it makes a lot more sense now after the news. You know, we see that DeAndre Hopkins is going to miss you know six games or so. So I I, th- I thought it was a good pick beforehand, and I, I think it's a really good pickup um, now Even that better. you're gonna gonna lose DeAndre Hopkins. Um, and I mean, real quick because it's I don't know it's. He gets suspended for six games, seven games, whatever it is, right? Yes, yeah, six. What Calvin Ridley bet a thousand bucks with a bookie, and he's missing an entire year. Bullshit. So I don't know where that math adds up there, but that mm. is uh, something where I was like, "What are the standards here? We can performance enhance, and then, but it, like you said, you know, he got popped with something that he said he didn't put, didn't but. Same with Calvin Ridley. He got caught for placing a $1,000 bet. And, and he so, didn't even bet on the Falcons, right? I no, mean, he didn't bet on his own team yeah. either. So that's another thing. So I don't know. It's, you take it out of context. Say, hey, but I, I, don't, I don't think the, the, they match up very well um, with those two different those, those two situations. Um, and the punishment didn't really fit the crime on it. And, and, you know, just on that subject, he passed his – PED test in yeah. October and then passed it in December. December yeah. So it, it popped in November. Uh-huh. So there's some there's some weird stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, discrepancies in there. Yeah, there can be absolutely. Um, but that just goes back to the betting a thousand dollars. I get it. I'm cool. okay. The six games. Yeah. Um, you know, cool. But a year for betting fifteen hundred or whatever. I don't know. That's so. But, the- but I, I do like how Cliff and the Cardinals organization knew they had to make a move beforehand yeah. because Hollywood Brown was already at their draft party when the trade was announced. He yeah. was in the draft party. So I'm sure that, Brad, maybe you can speak on this. Maybe they're already aware of the suspension that they knew. We got. I mean, they know the test already came in November. Yes. We're talking of – so they, this was something that they thought could happen. Yes. Oh, so they had to make That's, it. Like they, yeah, absolutely. It. It, the draft is the place to do that. Right. And how, how to make Kyler Murray feel better with the whole contract situation than get somebody that he wrecked shop with at OU. Exactly. And, and on that, did, did Kyler know? And maybe that's why he was causing, you know, having the contract, maybe. you know, ups, he was upset. Maybe because he was like, hey, well, I'm fixing to lose my, my number one receiver. Y'all better pay me. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I don't think that one. No. No, no chance. He ain't <laughs> no. got that much pull yet. So do y'all think DeAndre is going to be DeAndre when he comes back? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. yeah. I ain't worried about it. And him. especially if he's on PEDs. <laughs> <laughs> Next level shit right there, baby. <laughs> that boy going to come back. <laughs> Where my mama at? <laughs> For sure. Guys, the Jets, you, you, you can't ignore it. They, they had a great saucy. draft. They, they got saucy, saucy in their draft. Baby. And they, they, they upgraded that receiver. These guys got better everywhere. 
And in a division that we've talked about before, um, and I'll go to Sammy here because you know this division probably better than all of mm-hmm. us, um, but are the Jets contenders with the moves they made in the draft? They have to be. They have to be. Wow. And and they have the quarterback. I think they have him in the house. So um, you get better. But you may not see it right now. You may not see it this season. You'll see it maybe the next season or the next. But, you know, these guys don't want to be – bullied over and over by New England and the Bills. It gets old, and they've been bullied by others for the last, what, how many seasons? At, at what point do you punch back? At right? what point? So these guys are making moves, and, again, you probably won't see it in this coming season or the next, but it's it's going to happen. And yeah, I mean, I know what I'm going to see. What? Zach Wilson's mom. What? <laughs> she is smoking. I didn't, what? <laughs> she is Did smoking hot, bro. Did you see the draft? No, no. Oh, my no. gosh. That closest mom is, she's it. Okay. <laughs> she, she, she got that thing. <laughs> Hey, Zach, if you by any chance listen to this, I am so sorry. I don't know what happens in Chris's corner, but... <laughs> he, he, there's a chance he could. I think one of our hosts has a connect with the, a quarterback in that area. In the New York area. Yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> Get her on Zoom or FaceTime or <laughs> Hey, but they also upgrade at receiver, too. You know, they, they get they, the Gary, yeah, Gary Wilson from, Garrett from, from uh, Lake Travis, yeah. I believe he played at. Really? Oh. Yeah, so he was I supposed to. So Texas, at the time, Texas was supposed to pick him up. He's a hometown kid. Yep. The dude's like, I'm out. Yeah. I'm going to Ohio State. And he showed the fuck out over there. Yeah. And, guys, we, well, I can't speak on my Packers. We draft the second best player at the position. Hey, Aaron, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers got two dudes he can throw the ball to. He got two fucking studs. Hey, that Watson kid's great. Bro, I mean, he got or Georgia's two, the second best fucking lineman, uh, the second best defensive tackle on the team, and the second best linebacker. And then Bradley goes and, and <laughs> puts me on Twitter. Oh. And I was, yeah, man, I was not happy. As a that. stakeholder, you should be ashamed of <laughs> hey, your fucking pick. Two the shares. First, the, first, two shares. the first thing that Brad tells me. Y'all don't even get the best one. <laughs> <laughs> That's Brad. You know Brad. But, but you know that there was something. There's something that came I do out like the receiver that. pickup though. No, Watson's great. Right? I, I great. think that was a good pickup. But they come out and say that uh, Neil had some shoulder surgery. Mm-hmm. Oh, or, I and I'm sorry, he refused to have the sur- shoulder surgery. So that is what kind of dropped, dropped his stock, I guess, and people were yeah. kind of concerned. So, but you mm-hmm. know, speaking of stock, there's a lot of stock in this guy, Debo Samuel. Big stock. And also, Odell Beckham tweets out that he's going to, to, to New England, yeah. probably probably as a joke or whatever, but these guys talk. You know, they're NFL wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Even though they came out and said they were playing, how real is this, Chris? Not real at oh, all. Oh, <laughs> Brad. Brad, going to take it wrong, bro. Brad, going to take it If anybody thought there was some truth to that, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's if the, if the news is going to get broke, it's going to get broke by Debo, not my homeboy that plays, yeah. the, you know, along the way. No chance. Why do you think Odell did that, Brad? Be a troll, and so we can talk about it, and everybody else can talk about it. Yeah. Talk about Odell. Days later. Right. And Debo's not going nowhere. Talking about. Is, is this I don't like think the, so is, is this the deal that's like, hey, oh, Odell. Like, maybe to, like, put Odell back in everybody's oh, mind. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but Debo's not going nowhere. I think the, the Jets and Lions gave him. Gave the San Francisco 49ers like crazy yes. draft picks that yes. they were going to give them for the trade, trade value. And yes. he said, no, I'm staying. No, or John Lynch said, no, we're yep. not trading him. So 
He ain't going nowhere. He's not going anywhere. Or they'll just try and be on the scene. So one more yeah. time, Debo stays in San Francisco? Yes. Yes. Yep. Green Bay. <laughs> yes. Because I just but think Dallas. there's no – you don't have really any assets right now that could benefit a team to give away. That was in picks that they could have grabbed from this year. Sure. So if he went after the – like the drafts already came and went now, so I just don't see that there, there's no time. There's no more assets. It. They're going to be assets that you can use later. You still have draft picks for you know next year's draft that you can give away, but like – Everyone's trying to get better now, yeah. and especially taking the approach of, you know, the Rams and, and the teams that have been successful, like, you know, recent years where they're just going all in, Tampa Bay, going all in one yeah, year. Yeah. Let's do what we can, sign as many vets and forget the salary cap or, or the draft picks. We'll worry about those later. That's where you get the value to go grab a Debo right now, and I, don't, I just don't see where they're uh, yeah, going to do that I, now I after the draft. That. And, you know, I just want to get back to this one more time. Uh, it is major. I mean, we're talking about arguably the best wide receiver in the NFL. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins fails his PED test. And, you know, on that, he is suspended for six games, right? Oh, six games. And in, the, in one of the toughest divisions in the NFL, Sammy, are the Arizona Cardinals still a contender even though he's, you know, suspended for that They first? can't be because if you remember what happened last season when he went out, I think they were undefeated before he got hurt. And then after that, they struggled, right? They struggled bad. I, don't get me wrong. I believe in the coach, and I believe in Kyler Murray. But and now they got Marquise Brown. But even he has some concerns. You know, he he's not a true number one. I mean, I could be wrong on that, but that's my opinion. I don't see them as contenders right now in six games. I mean, that's that's, that's a that's, a, that's a good amount of time to miss. You know, and 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 you know when he gets back, he'll be back. But. Yeah. That's a lot of time. You can have, how many division games will they play in the first six weeks? Right, and that's going to be so. The schedule comes out May thirteenth, I believe, mm-hmm. and and I'm interested to see their May thirteenth or May twelfth, one of those two. But I'm interested to see those first six games on on exactly what you just that's said. Right. Is how many division games are going to be in those six? Yeah. Games. That's tough. Chris, are, are the Arizona Cardinals still a contender? I think so. I think with the Hollywood Brown, due to last year when Hopkins was injured, you had Christian Kirk and AJ Green and Zach Ertz. Well, now you have Hollywood Brown. Uh, AJ Green and Zach Ertz. So I think Hollywood Brown is an upgrade from Christian Kirk. So I think they're in a better position. No, slightly, yeah. slightly. Right. But I do think they're in a better position going forward. And Kirk, where did Kirk go to? Uh, Jags. Jaguars. Yeah. Okay. Got paid too. Yeah, he did. He yeah. Mm-hmm. So just real quick, and it's just running through my mind. You know, it gets later into the season. Do they make a, a minor offer at Odell if he's not signed anymore? Maybe. No. For those first six games? No. Odell's got ACL surgery. Right, so he's not going to be ready. No, he yeah, won't be he, ready at all. No, no, he won't. There's no way he's going to be ready. He, he, he won't be ready until after right? December. Yeah, yeah. There's oh, no way. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Week ten, week twelve, week ten, week twelve. I think maybe possibly. Yeah, then, no, you, you didn't. Not even yeah, so he's not going to do it. Yeah. But he's going to sign back with LA. Are are the Arizona Cardinals a contender? Yeah, I think so. Yep, I think they got they they built that team up. Um, they're another year older, uh, more mature. You got Buda Baker back there. Um, the defense is stout. I think that's where they lean on. Um, Kyler Murray is just going to get better, and that's what I feel like. Um, you know, I think they're going to be contenders in that division. And then when you're playing division opponents, I understand you're missing a guy like D Hop, but you don't, know, you know, you know these teams yeah. so good that you can scheme around. Everyone yes, has right. their schemes versus each other, so they're really familiar with each other. So I feel like they can get over that hurdle of you know missing him for six games. Obviously. They would be have a better record if he was sure. there, but I still think they come out, you know, you know, uh, on the positive end. Does Kyler stay healthy for all sixteen? Like, is he, he starting has. all sixteen? He has to. 
think so? That is I tough. Yeah. 17. Guys, and if you remember last season, he remember against the Cowboys? Y'all were there. He didn't run as much. He was trying to stay back. He was in the pocket. And he, let it he would throw it away. He didn't want to run. And he, he had a contract season coming up, too. So maybe that has something to do with it. Did he get paid already? No. I don't think so. He so, still no. wants it. He, still he wants ain't it, running. I, guys, I'll tell you right now, he is not going to be running like he was, like what you're used to. He's just not going to. But I think I, I just don't think you play the game that way. I don't. I There's agree. No way. But you, can't. you watched him in Dallas. He was, he was not the same. But he, yeah. and he was still. I mean, he was still elite. He was still good, but but yeah, he wasn't. I think push come to shove, pocket collapses. He's taken off. I think that's just in him. I don't sure, know if you guys sure. watched him whenever he played at Allen. I, I remember watching the state championships. That that's probably one of the best football players I've ever seen on the field. I just don't think his game changes. I mean. And maybe Brad, I don't know. You know, when you transition from high school, college to the NFL, how much your game changes from the end, from your high school to the NFL. But I just don't see it happening with Kyler. I think that's the way he plays the game. I agree, and I, I could agree with that. <laughs> Guys, we got to talk about this. Just just happened the other day, or or was it today? It was today. today, today. Yeah, today. Ryan Tannehill. Oh, he popped out a quote in an interview uh, talking about Malik that it's not his job to mentor him. And he said, you know, maybe if he's following me around when we're doing these drills, you know, if he learns something off of me, great, but it's it's not his job. Or he said, it's not my job to, to mentor him. Chris, what's your thoughts on that? Big Spring's finest. <laughs> you damn right, Big, Big Spring. Right. Yeah. Other than Bubba, Bubba Franks. Shout out Bubba Franks. But I agree, it's not his job to, to show Malik the way. He's trying to win an AFC championship. We can't get over that hump. He's having to take you know, psychiatric care because of the these nightmares he's having of Joey B. And, the, <laughs> and that's a true story, <laughs> that's right? A true story. He's and, really having nightmares. And these division, this divisional <laughs> loss, yeah. What what are you gonna do if you can't control your nightmares? You gotta go see somebody <laughs> about it. He can't control it clearly when he's asleep. Just don't wet the bed. <laughs> Did he wet the bed? Okay, I just want to make sure. No, you know Ryan Tannehill is a fiery guy. Here's a guy from West Texas who played receiver in college at Texas A&M, and then he goes, he, he goes and plays for the Dolphins, and he's their quarterback, and traded to the Titans. Tell him how he almost beat us by himself. <laughs> so, no, no, I was fixing to get into this. Fun fact, d- didn't you we, pl- You played against – you played and against, Chris played against Ryan yes, Tannehill. Yes, we did. Um, fun fact. Fun fact. So we did play him. That was our junior – my junior year, Chris's yeah, senior he year. He almost beat us by himself. He, he was – and we, you know, we got the scouting report that, that week, and you know, he was already identified as the catalyst, the leader of the team. You know, our defensive coordinator, Ron King, at the time, he would make sure he would – put a star next to the catalyst. That's what he would call the main player, and it was Tannehill. We knew he was A&M commit, and, and when we saw him, you know, we played in Big Spring. We saw him. He was a big kid, big. and I remember, I'll never forget, the very first play on defense, we ran stab, storm, blitz. That's where both outside backers, the strong side corner, and the strong side safety go and blitz, and hey, sure hold enough. On, hold on, hold on, dog. Yes. <laughs> How do you remember play calls from, like, oh, I, I just do, man. I just, <laughs> I, 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 I literally do not remember plays. Like, I can review but, man, the fact that you remember that, that's impressive. <laughs> that's because you got CT. Uh, I'll never forget, man. <laughs> and he scored a touchdown every time he touched the ball. Seems yeah, like no, Bradley nice did. Score. Bradley was fun to watch. But Stabstorm Blitz, and, and, of course, and I'll tell you, Dom, it took – we all had to bring him down. He was so big. But we, we won the game. So, 
So I, wonder, I wonder if they had I Ride Wiggle. 34th You know what? I want to get Tannehill on the show. You know, I might, we may see if we can get Ryan him on. Ryan Tannehill, big spring America. If you guys are listening, we want Ryan Tannehill on this show. Because yes, I want to hear about when Sammy tackled this dude. I, well, it was me and some others, okay? <laughs> <laughs> me and some others. He was, he's a big guy. <laughs> but is it his responsibility? No. But here's a guy with a chip on his shoulder, you know. He's got an ego. The, the NFL quarterbacks are egomaniacs. These guys are alpha males. Why would he come out and say, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to train him to be my replacement? No. You're battling for a starting position. Right. I'm not going to give you the, the keys to the car. I'm going to fight for my position. Mm-hmm. So that's his take, and I agree with him to a certain extent. Brad? That was a great analogy. No, I agree. That's not his job, but – at the end of the day, he, he can say that. It, this is still new to him. The draft is still new to him. Um, so he hasn't – I'm, I'm sure he said he, tech, he texted Malik, but, you know, he hasn't met him yet. He doesn't know he what type of character person he is. And at the end of the day, you're going to be a good teammate. Yes, Just right now when you're interviewed and you're like, oh, mature – or, you know, are you going to mentor? You're, he's 100% right. That's not your job. But at the end of the day, that's not to say that he, Ryan Tannehill isn't a great teammate because – that relationship is going to build. They're going to spend a ton of hours together in the film room and study. And he's right. Malik's going to get something out of it. Um, but just as of right now, I think it's still fresh where he's like, man, you know, no, it's not my job to mentor him. You know, so like you said, chip on shoulder, everything like that. Uh, I agree with all of those takes. Brad, that's a, that's a great point. You know, he want, he's a great teammate. He's going to be a good teammate to him. And what I've heard and the reports on Malik – he is such a great human being, so it, it's hard. It would be hard for Tannehill, even someone who's a starting quarterback, to say, "Oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna show you the way. I'm not gonna teach you anything." Right. W- once he gets to know him and gets in that quarterback's room and watches, spends all these hours, mm-hmm. they're gonna form a bond. And, and who knows, guys? You mean we've seen guys like Ryan Fitzpatrick? They're they become a cheerleader for their backup, and it happens. You see that. Yeah. I don't think Tannehill's per se ready for that. Uh, transition into that part of his career or whatever. Yeah. But obviously it is the possibility, like you said. Um, so I, I, I think that the relate, the bond's going to build over time. Um, at the end of the day, you want to be a good teammate. To be a good leader, you got to be a good teammate. And Ryan Tannehill being the quarterback of that team, you're t- you got to be a good teammate because you are the leader of that team. So. Yes. And, and you know, now with that comment that he made, it, it's it's gone all over the place, right? Um, is there going to be some more pressure on him now as far as, you know, playing the quarterback position? And if so, how how real are the Titans? I mean, how much harder is it for Tannehill now that A.J. Brown's gone? And and see, that's that's what I'm talking about. Now it's even more. Yeah, Yeah. you're right. I saw the video of Michael Rainbow when they announced it during the draft. He He did not look happy. No, he was upset. I watched – there was a game last year when he took over the game. He had, I think, 15 or 16 receptions. They threw him the the football every play, Mm. and he caught it. He's he's a – He's a game changer. He takes over games. You take him away, and all of a sudden you have to get you know, acclimated to a new guy and build a rhythm and all that relationship, build a rapport with the new wide receiver one. You don't have that safety blanket there. That's to speak tough. Now. That um, is tough, especially for Tannehill, who's kind of a journeyman, kind of you know, under the radar. He's not, I don't think he's really respected as a starting quarterback as much as, you know, as what I think he should be. And, and I don't know. Maybe but, he hasn't. But – He's kind of done that to himself over his yeah. career just for the fact that, yes, he doesn't lose you games, um, so to speak, uh, but he's not winning you games. He's so not, at no. times where in the run game shut down or whatever it may be and they're sacking the box and they're daring you to throw, you got to be that guy that, okay, this is my I game. To. I have to break out. I can't I have, have three picks. 
So I don't think he's won enough of those games to be that guy. He's doesn't lose you games. He's a solid starter, and he's not going to lose you games. But that time that you need him to win you a game, I just don't. Yeah. I, I think he struggled with that. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it's great player, obviously. And he'll have a starting job in one of these 32 teams um, for a long time. I've, or I, I don't say for a long time. He'll be he's, in this league, whether it be back up or starter for a long yeah, time. He might be 34. You know, he's he's kind of right there in that age where, you know, you start to decline. The quarter, you know, maybe not, but you kind of start to age a little bit. Yeah, for sure. And, you, you know, the – you know, they they take Malik Willis in the draft, and, and I just wanted to touch on that. How about that setup in Las Vegas? Uh, you know, how – Oh, man. I, I just wanted to touch on this one time, too, because I saw somebody post this that uh, none of the none of the kids were crying. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, like people were like, hey, why aren't these kids crying? And then it's like, oh, they got that NIL money. <laughs> they weren't crying. So, the I ones mean, that were, that was fake. But, but how – is that true? I mean, is that, is that a real thing? I mean, are, are it has to be the NIL deals, the loans they probably took out before the draft. But they ain't worried about money. I don't know. It's I, I think it definitely changed the dynamic of a that. Bit. Uh, so to, because it's like it's it's that moment when, when I'm sure like a first round draft pick like he hasn't had money right, or his whole life or his family hasn't, and boom, your first round draft pick, you know you're about to get paid. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you think that emotion was like? Whenever he got that NIL deal for six figures, that you know, a, a year ago, same thing. Like we made, you know we what I mean. It, yeah. You didn't make it, but like I, I can help support my family in some yes. capacity now, where I have some type of income. Um, and then you know that builds up over time, and then you're gonna get the first round draft. So I, I think, yeah, I think the dynamic has shifted a little bit because you go from, you know, you're going from six figures to. Six, seven figures now, or whatever it may be, and so, you know, it, I, I do think the NIL deal kind of probably takes away oh from like gosh. that that moment when you're like, I I made it, I, I made it, you know, I'm about to make X amount of dollars now yeah. and help my family. So, so it, it's kind of like there, the emotion just happens a lot earlier. It's not, I think so, it's yeah. not on camera. There you go. You know I what think I mean? that's what. Hey, it is. Brad, watch this replay. Oh, we got the live. Oh, here we, we are again. NBA playoffs here in the garage. Golden State forty nine, Memphis fifty four. Guys, Saturday night, there is a doozy. Canelo Alvarez is fighting on Saturday. Chris may or may not be in attendance. Who Chris, knows? will you be there? Depends on my gambling habit. Yeah. <laughs> I, will be, I, I will be in Vegas. Where, oh, they're fighting in Vegas? Yeah. Okay. You know, and I wanted to touch on this because Brad made a comment, and he, he kind of is right. But is there a chance here on Saturday, or is this – Per Brad's Twitter, a live sparring match. <laughs> it's a fucking sparring match. You think so? You know how bad the sparring match is going to be? It they have be. the Prez, Dave Portnoy, and Big Cat from Barstool Sports announcing the fight. What? what? Yes, I don't... on the zone. No oh, way. I swear no to God, look it up. They're so they're the, the color fight. commentators they're for the, the fight. They're the color commentators for the, for, the whole under, for the whole fight. No. I don't want to watch no that. Shot. I'm telling you, it's exactly what it is. I don't so want to watch that. they're trying to just turn it into like a show. It's exactly what it is. It's a pre-fight to Triple G. Yeah, you're going to have more, more fun Triple to watch. Triple G? He's old news. That's a setup, man. You're going to be you're gonna be watching a, like I said, a live sparring match, but you, you're going to have to pay attention to the intros and all that as the entertainment aspect because you ain't going to be entertained by them punches. I mean, well, and see, and they're thinking, maybe they're thinking, well, we're going to let them do it because it's only going to go three rounds. They're not going to be on air for 50 minutes Correct. or, you know. No, but still, like, even Canelo, for your legacy, you know, there's there's just these 
iconic obviously this is an iconic fight but like there's iconic moments with commentators announcing oh, oh the big right hand and, da, 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 and that's like you, that's on your highlight right well Canelo's gonna have these two dudes in the background again whatever they're gonna say <laughs> one, bite. Can, <laughs> one bite no, no disrespect but come know. on man I don't want I don't yeah, care to watch no, that wow they are so, so Sammy over under five rounds oh it's going over five rounds you think so yeah because Canelo's smart Canelo's gonna fight he's gonna you know he's gonna play defense he's gonna let it go into maybe the seventh or eighth and then he's going to put on the show. This is what he does. Yeah. You know, we've all seen him live. I think we've all seen him. He does that. Mm-hmm. He plays around, you know, back and forth. And then, bow, boom. <laughs> yeah. And he has his highlight. Correct. But it probably won't be fun to listen to, considering who's going to be calling. Yeah. So who do y'all, so right now, Canelo, who's his biggest threat? I You know, it, it, so I'll, I'll go here. Yeah. I, I think there's a couple guys that are on his radar. I, I personally don't think Canelo loses ever again in his career. I think he's going to ride off into the sunset. But uh, there's a, a big guy, young guy, 25 years old, David Benavides. Well, uh, where's he fighting off? And, and he's uh, – But he don't want to fight somebody but, but, to but fight see, Canelo. Right. But but the thing is, is that's Canelo's biggest competition. And I don't know if we're ever going to see that because of the way the matchup is. This is a young, hungry, yeah, big 25. dude. Where's he out of? I, I don't know. Well, he's I, a big dude. I, he's I a big heard dude. of him. And, Benavides? And, right. Is he Hispanic? And, and, yes. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. What? And, and Canelo's kind of on the, I don't want to fight another Hispanic fighter. Oh, and, really? You know, or the Charlos maybe can line up. A yeah, the Charlos. The Charlos. But that's, that's the thing is those guys don't want to fight each other to fight Canelo. Right. And see, and Canelo made a, made a comment the other day. He's like, why does everybody say I'm ducking everybody, but these guys that I'm ducking don't fight each other? Yeah, they how won't. about how about all of y'all fight each other, Guys, and then I'll fight the winner of all. Canelo has that. earned his stripes. He's he can do what he wants at this point. That's the A side. That triple G fight, that, it should not happen. We saw the triple no, G fight. It's trash. I don't want to watch that. Like, yeah. just don't do it no more. I woke up at six in the morning or five something yeah. in the morning. Remember we were yeah. talking? Yeah. And Triple G just didn't look good. And I don't think it's going to make a good well, he's fight. He's old. I think Canelo actually finishes him. I know Triple G's got a great chin yeah. historically. But Did y'all see Shakur this past Saturday night? Yeah. Oh, he looked yeah. fucking no, good. He looked great. And there's a lot of upcoming fighters. But as far as a threat to Canelo, I, I, really, don't, I really don't see it. I think boxing's next biggest match that everybody wants to see is Tank Davis versus Ryan Garcia. I think big I, match, no, 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 no chance. Brad, Brad, tell me who it is, Brad. It's gonna be Bud and Errol Smith. Yes, sir. That's the biggest. Yes, sir. That's the biggest. <laughs> that's and, big and that is gonna be a great fight. That, that's gonna be a great fight. But Ryan Garcia ain't Ryan even. Garcia, ain't close to fucking. Space, ain't no bro. way Ryan Garcia is selling hundred dollar pay per views. Nah. Is he represented by Delaware? Spence and Crawford is right. the fight, is he? man. Yeah, like Spence and Crawford is the next big pay per view boxing match. That's the Mayweather pack y'all fight. That is the big. And who you got in it? Spence. Spence. You got Spence? Spence. I, yes. I do too. Spence. I do too. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I just, David Benavides is from Phoenix, by the way. Mexican. Thank yeah, you. Phoenix. 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 In the house. And, and he's, he's scrappy. I, I don't think he can beat Canelo. Really what, 25? Heck no. I, I but really I'd watch know. that fight. I, I really I'd pay for watch that yeah. one. I really would. And, and, I'd stream and, it. Oh, that, that Yo, you that me. You told us don't pay for pay per views. <laughs> <laughs> they're listening. <laughs> Everyone's listening. Chris, speaking they're after of you. their listening, I guys. am the way. <laughs> yes, I've got a two part Melvin question. Two and parts. First, and this is a great one. It's our top three sports athletes movie edition. So these athletes can only be featured in movies. And y'all are y'all are looking at me like, uh oh. <laughs> Um, I mean, these are these are guys like you know Bobby Boucher, all these movie athletes. Our movie 
enthusiast over here, Mr. Bradley Marquez. I know he's going to have a great list. Oh, goodness. Um, but I'll give you all some time to think about it. I'm going to go ahead and give mine. Go first. And I am going to go Bobby Boucher. Okay. You stole one of mine. Number two, I'm going to go Shane Falco. Oh. Quarterback for the, the Washington Sentinels. Yes. And my number one sports athlete movie edition is Rocky Balboa. Wonderful. That's good. Rocky is that dude. People almost thought he was real. I mean, because the, the, the Rocky. The, That's the, true. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. people actually sat there and thought, like, dang, this guy was good. And it's like, no, he was a movie character. Like, it's Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, his, his series of He Rocky. trained like he was a real boxer and everything, and, too, though. Like, he, like, lived the role, honestly. Yeah, no, and, and I think in, uh, in part three, when he, fought, uh, when he fought Clubber Lane, uh, Mr. Tear, I pity the fool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I that was his best shape that that dude was he looked rock solid but those are my three chris good good so my top three are rick the wild thing bond <laughs> wow man. rocky balboa hell yeah and another one just because i know for a fact what and i know y'all fucking line fucking line if y'all say no no we can all relate to Charlie Tweeter from Varsity Blues. Oh, Tweeter. <laughs> and Miss Davis. She's a 10. She's a 10. Fucking 10. Oh, man. I remember them days, boys. Okay, my turn. I, you know, I was going to oh. say maybe Booby Miles, but he was actually real. No, well, well <laughs> Yeah, that's was, true. You know, he's no, actually but, real. But th- that's going off my list, and I'm not going to say Booby, but. Go ahead. Hey, so go ahead, go this ahead. is our podcast. We do what we want. We say what we want. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so. Have y'all watched American Underdog? Excuse me. American Underdogs. I haven't. I, Kurt I, I, Warner. Kurt Warner. I was about to say, yeah, oh, that's yeah. you. So yeah. Kurt Warner, that movie, that's a great movie. So I'm going to say Kurt Warner, even though he's real and all that was real. It's a good movie. You haven't yeah. seen it. Go watch it. Where's a tearjerker? It's, it's so good. It's not, you know, a lot of times they Hollywoodize the movie. And no, this is just a great film. Watch it. My wife loved it. Um, Number two, we had Permi here in the house, so I'm going to tip my cap. I'm going to say Mike Winchell, the quarterback for the Panthers. Okay. Okay. I rat wiggle. Okay. <laughs> and um, Chris Comer, the backup running back. Two mojos? So you went two mojos. Two mojos. Now we're real. We're real. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Three of them. This is our podcast. We do what we want. We say what we want. You do what you want, apparently. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. Let's hear yours, Brad. I'm ready. So my guys Man, Mine, I really, I mean, man, I kind of struggled with mine, honestly. Um, but when I did like Earl Maggot, when I was looking at hey. the list, Earl Maggot, yeah. longest yard. Y'all need a running back? Yeah. <laughs> he got the hey. shoes on, bro. The, it was just, yeah, it, it, good. Uh, Benny the Jet Roger, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's, that's, a, that's a classic. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to hit you with one that hit me in the heart oh, early man. on in my time. And I just watched it again. My boy G baby, ah! <laughs> hey, my knew, boy G baby. I, play the same song over and over. When did you watch that again? Recent? Yeah, this weekend. Oh uh, man, that's... I had saw a TikTok of like a highlight from or you know a clip from the show and I was, or the movie and I was like, I gotta go watch it again. Yeah, and so uh, man, I've probably watched that movie thousands of times growing up and any travel ball. Uh, uh, would go out of town to go play. 
on the weekends and, and when they had just came out or whatever, and we had those portable DVD players where you can oh, where you can plug what? it in the little jack to the car, uh, the cigarette lighter, <laughs> oh, and then yeah. play it. Yeah, so I, man, that was my thing. I loved hardball. Get me hyped up for some youth baseball travel yes, ball. Yes, sir. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's some it. hardball. And, are- and also, and I, just the second part to this, um, we talked about it earlier. And I just, just real quick, quick little story. Real quick. The most famous person you've ever met. Oh, this is a good one. You go ahead, Chris. Canelo Alvarez. What? He did. And Sammy was with me. I was there. Really? My yeah. wife was fucking pissed. What was your wife mad for? <laughs> because, I know it's a short story, but. Because remember me and you were, were, were right there by the gate, and yeah. I started talking to him in Spanish, and he just came to us. Yeah, and you got a picture got with him. got a picture with him. Yeah. My wife's like, you fucking dick. Oh, I yeah. was fucking wanting that, was in that Houston. picture. And, was and your hot. wife was pissed? She was fucking hot. <laughs> just like Zach Wilson's mom she was, was like, pissed, too. Oh, gosh, dad, don't bring her up, dude. Don't bring her up. And, uh, okay, no, that's, oh, fucking, yeah. Zach Wilson's mom is so fucking hot. Here we go with that. He's doubling down. Wow. <laughs> Sammy. We say what we want. At Chris Lazoya 5-2. <laughs> okay, guys. All right. So, years ago, I, my friend Justin, you know, you guys know Justin. Justin Lopez, he's a Marine. I went to visit him in San Diego and spent some time over there after boot camp. And I was flying back, and I was in the San Diego airport, and I was looking around, and I saw Drew Brees kind of close by and you know i was probably 19 i don't know i must have been 20 years old and i saw him he was with his wife and his kids and i went over there i'm so young and dumb and i'm like i walk up to him can you believe this i'm like i look at him and i said hey sir are you drew Brees?" he kind of looked at me up and down and he's like yeah and i said hey sir you mind if i get a picture and uh, he was so nice to me he said sure so you know his wife took our picture and i got a picture with drew Brees, and and his kids were there and i felt terrible now i'm 33 now and i'm looking back going golly i should have left him alone but I had to, you know. By that point, he had he had already won the Super Bowl. But the thing about it, he he was so nice and, and, and kind. So that that was my moment that I got to meet him. What was he doing flying commercial? I know. Well, he <laughs> well, had, he got uh, all them kids. He, he has family there. You know, he's from San. <laughs> he's got family there. He was drafted oh, to San Diego. Oh yeah, yeah, so, you're right, you're right. And so uh, he was just so nice, and you know, he I got a picture with him, so that was cool. I mean, nothing about nothing against flying commercial. Yeah, I mean, we all have to do that. I right? mean, I know Bradley Marcus. So. Brad. Bradley doesn't yeah. do that. I'm not commercial. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Got the PJ, the PJ on deck. <laughs> Brad, most famous person you've ever met? Uh, probably George Bush. George yeah! W. Bush. Yeah! You said he was gonna say. No, oh, yeah. 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 Where'd you George meet him? At? He was in our locker room uh, before we played SMU my junior year. And you, where at? In, in SMU, at SMU, at SMU, yeah, really? he was in our locker room. He gave, he gave us like a little speech beforehand, talked to him, shake his hand, so all that stuff. He, he did was, the coin toss too. He was no longer president at the time. No, no, heck no. Did he have security with him and yeah, all that? He still got security to this still day. Still to this day, yeah, mm-hmm. right, yeah. yeah. That's and so I, I, they really do have to have. Yeah, that they have like security life. full time, and it's probably the same right. core of people that were with him during his presidency. They're gonna protect him for the rest. I mean, the rest they're still life. our president. I mean, can you imagine somebody goes? Does something to one of our ex presidents yeah, yeah. in this like the propaganda behind all that would be terrible. So they have to be wow, they have to be taken that. care of. Hey, uh, GW was years. the fucking dude. Yeah, George W. Bush. Yeah, West um, Texas. Fun fact. Yep, yep. for sure. <laughs> and guys, before we get out of here, you didn't give us yours. Yeah, give us yours. Who's your most Wait favorite a minute. person? You try to skip out yeah. on this. This one's a crazy one. Um, Bradley Cooper. What? Bradley Cooper. Where did you see him at? Mr. Hangover. Uh, the, he was on the floor in front of us. 
at the of a Kovalev fight. Right. We sat on the floor at the Mandalay Bay. Ooh. And, uh, oh. We fancy. asked for we asked for silver bullets, fancy. which is a course light. Then uh, he knew what that was. Hell yeah! And he turned. You guys know what you know? You know what a silver bullet is? I said, Oh, Wait, he turned around. Did yeah, you know he was yeah, sitting in front of you? Had like a little break like you're one of us. Yeah. That's what we like to say. Like you're uh, one of us. Yeah. And he was like, Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. And he kind of fist bumping. See, that's cool. And then, like, you know, the Max Kellerman and all them were like right there next to us. Drinking just, martinis and shit. Yeah, just yeah. fucking doing their, uh, doing their deal. <laughs> Dom, I didn't know you were that high profile, man. No, you know what? I, uh, I won. I was so oh. drunk. I was so drunk and I made a stupid bet and I hit it the night before. What? So the Mandalay Bay. They gave me some floor seats wow. to the Kovalev fight. Hey, show me that way before I leave Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Get really hammered and bet seven on the craps table, but but call four and three. Text that to me. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> you should have got a picture with him, man. Yeah, well, I didn't want to be that I know. guy. You know what How I mean? old were you when that happened? I was 22. So, okay. I was, you, I was a little bit younger than you. I was, I was so dumb. I was like, I have to do this. I have to do this. But I don't know. Yep. You're probably right. Leave oh, him alone. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Guys, how great were Rodney Hall? Oh, and, man. And great Harrison guys. Today. Great. Awesome. It was great. Great yeah, to talk with them. High class dudes, man. For sure. Guys, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Bullcorn Sports One and in all streaming platforms SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify coming soon. Search Bullcorn Sports. Hit that follow button. Listen to the podcast. It's great. Before we head out, Brad, final take. Oh. Appreciate the guys coming through today, and uh, good luck to them in their future. And uh, appreciate you guys listening. Hit that follow button, and uh, see you on the next one. Chris. Appreciate the Permian dudes coming through, man. Uh, and I wish them a great great uh, fall season, stay healthy, and do big things. Uh, our listeners, please subscribe and, and, and listen to us and give some clicks. Thank you, Harris. Thank you, Rodney, for coming in and talking to us, man. We're rooting for you guys. We're rooting for everybody in this area. We do have some – more big guests coming in. We won't tell you now, but big plans for Bullcorn Sports. Make sure you follow us. Subscribe to us, please. You know, it, it only helps us, and it, it will help us get you the content that you're looking for. Yeah, tag us tag us, or send us a direct message or email, and, and we'll retweet it out. Email address, bullcornsports at outlook.com. Send us an email, um, anything. It doesn't matter. That's, a, that's the best way to connect with us. And uh, Hit us up. And from the 4A freight train himself, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that's going to do it <laughs> for this VIP. episode. We've got some great guests coming up. We're not going to spill the beans. Some big guys coming in. It's going to be great for the future of Bullcorn Sports because here at Bullcorn Sports, if it's happening, we, we talk, talk about, about it. it. <laughs>